I am Ana Nuvais and I was born uh, in Lisbon, Portugal in 1979. Eva is a friend that I met in college. Um, she's a great girl. And one day she told me that um, she knew that this was more than a degree to me. So I asked her, why? I think, honestly, like from the minute that I met you, I really did think that you were someone that wasn't just there to get by. You enjoy the course and in the same way as, not in the same way as myself, maybe someone that would have went from school, you can see that it just means a lot more to you and working hard and you appreciate the opportunity that you've been given to go on and study further. Would you agree with that, Anna? Yes, Aoife, um, I do agree with you and um, I'm going to to explain you why and reveal a bit of my story. My mother used to, to work for my biological father in a grocery store. When he found out that she was pregnant, he left and went to live in Brazil. So my mother was left with me and my older brother. A few years later, she met another man and had two more children. She lived a few years with this man and one day he decided to invite her to, to move to a different country. Uh, the only condition uh, which he imposed was to to leave me behind and that's when my story begins. She accepted and sent me to to her cousin's house in the Algarve uh, which uh, is in the south of Portugal. I was only seven but I will never forget it. Eventually she regretted and changed her mind but it was too late. Her cousins decided to stay with me and officially adopted me in 1988. The first couple of years uh, weren't that bad, but I remember going out with them and people asking them who I was uh, because people knew that they didn't have any children and I used to hate their answer. Oh, she's just a poor girl that we adopted. If it wasn't for us, she wouldn't be anything. And they kept saying um, this over the years. It made me feel terrible and that I didn't belong there. They never said that I was their child. Instead, they made people aware that I was just someone that they rescued. And that hurt me so much. They always told me that I wasn't good enough. Um, they told me that so many times that I eventually started to believe it. A few years later, my biological mother tried again uh, to get me back. She made their life um, in a nightmare. She kept ringing and ringing and asking for me. Eventually, she went over to see me, but they never allowed me to speak with her. In fact, they always told me that if I did, 
they would kick me out of the house. But my biological mother didn't stop trying to contact me and eventually they started to blame me for, for it. They kind of started um, rejecting me and treating me very badly. I tried to, to do everything that I could possibly do to make them happy, but was never enough. One day I managed to meet a social worker that looked after adoptions and I told her about what was happening. She told me that um, I should be grateful for what that people have done for me and that I shouldn't be complaining. So from that moment, I, I realized that I was on my own and that nothing could change my fate. I was 13 when my parents told me that if I wanted to go to school, I would have to buy my own books. So I went out um, to look for a job and end up working in a hairdresser while still attending in school. In 1995, I I won a prize in school for the best drawing. I, I drew um, a starving child eating an apple and for being the best student uh, of the year. The prize was a trip to Romania and I thought this would make them proud. But no, they actually told um, my teacher that they were probably mixed up um, that couldn't be me. All I wanted was to make them proud, but it never seemed to work. Because for some reason, I I did love them. And I couldn't uh, forgive my biological mother for what she had done to me. She didn't leave me because she was poor. She just left me because of a man. And I was going through all that suffering because of because of her. And I just couldn't forgive her. They always told me that they would kick me out of the, their house uh, when I became um, older. To my shock and surprise, uh, when I was 17, they actually did that. It was the worst thing that ever happened to me. I felt really lonely and not wanted, uh, but I had to work out a solution and gave up school. Giving up uh, school was really painful because um, all my friends were going to college and I, I couldn't go. I had to give up on my dreams and I started to work two jobs uh, as a hairdresser during the day and as a waitress in a restaurant in the evenings just so that I could support myself and have something to eat. This is uh, why education is so important to me. Um, it was in that restaurant in the Algarve that I met my new family. I was 17 at the time and I have been living uh, with them for the past 22 years. They heard my story and invited me to live with them and that's where I learned uh, the real value and sense of the word family. They have two children uh, who accepted me as their sister. Their eldest daughter was um, uh, 16 at the time and the little one was four and we all became very close. I became a happy person, loved and cared for.
I was willing to do everything that I could possibly make to make them happy and to let them know that I was grateful for what they have done for me. They had their own businesses uh, uh, and with the recession that hit Portugal uh, in 2004, they had to close it all down. And I kind of felt that um, this was my chance to, to help them and support them uh, in any way I could. They decided to, to move to Ireland uh, with their son, uh, who was 10 at the time, and I decided to go with them. Uh, we became even more close and we all settled really well in Ireland. We all found a job and my little brother Ivo went to, to primary school. My name is Ivo and I am Anna's brother. My sister was always happy, always eager, always trying to cheer us up. She was the only one of us that spoke English. The difficulty was understanding the Irish accent, which was quite different to what we were used here in the Algarve, but she was the only one that spoke English, so she was our translator almost. She took care of our uh, problems, bureaucracy things, going to the bank, city council, renting house, things like this, going to the school to enroll me, finding a school for me. She was the one buying a car. She was always the one that supported us in this sense. She always gave us um, strength. But one day everything changed and I became very ill and I was told that I, uh, I had some form of arthritis called fibromyalgia. So I kind of panicked a bit uh, when the doctor said, well, you're not going to die from this, but you're going to have to live in pain for the rest of your life. And... I remember being quite sad, like, um, uh, when I heard that. Um, I felt quite miserable, and all I wanted to do was cry. I was really, really angry, and I just could not accept that I had to stop uh, and quit my job. So on the top of that, I, I became very depressed, and I, I kind of shut down from the world. I just didn't want to see anyone or talk to anyone. So I basically locked myself in a room for for four years. Yeah, four years. So it was strange for me to see someone that was always eager and always happy and always cheerful, becoming someone sad and maybe a little bit depressed um, and having to reverse the role. One day, um, a friend of mine, actually Adriana, it's her name, she rang me in and, and asked me if I could help her uh, to fill out a form. I said, yeah, sure, why not? Um, uh, what's this all about? And she said, I'm going to do a media course um, at the vocational college in, in the town. And I said, yeah, sure, no problem. Just pop in whenever you want. So I kind of kept thinking about it and I went online to check what it was. And um, I became really excited and I actually thought it was a great opportunity for me to get out of the house. I, I started to go to classes and that was great. I just couldn't couldn't believe I was really, really happy. And, and finally, uh, I had a goal. Um, I think my media production teacher was really important at the time. Uh, my name is Liam Sharkey. I'm the media tutor uh, in Enniscorthy Vocational College here in Wexford. 
Um, I don't know if you realize, but you completely changed my life. Right. Uh, okay. When you said that I was capable to go to college, mm. and I would like to thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Well, well, uh, do you know? I think uh, that no matter who you are, everyone has the capability. After doing the media production course, I applied to to do journalism uh, in um, TU Dublin, and for my surprise, I I I got in. And that was the best thing that ever happened to me. It took me a while to adjust uh, in the classes because um, my colleagues are really younger than me. Like their ages are between 19 and 25. But I suppose that after a while I, I, I got used to and made a few friends. Same as Eve uh, Shan um, is a, a great friend that I would like to keep for the rest of my life. I'm really happy to to, to have her around. No, seriously. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're part of the story, like, you're yeah. part of, um, you know, my life in college. Aww. You were very important. She loves me. <laughs> <laughs> you're nearly persistent to a fault, like, <laughs> like, you don't give in or give up on things. Looking back, I think going to college was um, the best thing that ever happened to me and it gave me the strength that I needed to, to get my life back. I think education doesn't mean just go to school or colleges and attend exams. It's a lot more than that. It's gathering uh, knowledge and uh, relating it uh, to our lives and I'm really grateful for um, the opportunity that was given to me. My biological mother passed away um, almost seven years now and uh, I found uh, in my heart that um, to be able to, to move on I had to forgive her and my adoptive mother um, still alive and um, she had a heart attack um, about four years ago. It was actually a few months after um, I started college and um, I gave up college for almost two months to help her after the the surgery um when i got there um she was lying down in a bed and she asked me for forgiveness and i said yes and i think i needed that to give me uh, the strength um that i needed to to finish my degree holding pain and sorrow through all these years um, didn't help me um, to succeed so um, I think I kind of needed um, to forgive all these people um, and I'm so glad that I did that you have been listening to Pain and Sorrow, uh, the journey and dedication of Anna Mafalda Nuvaj presented and produced by me for TU Dublin.